Welcome to CUCC's Sermons for Everyone. No matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey, we're glad you've tuned in, and we hope you find meaning in this week's sermon. Well, friends, if you uh, take a look around this garden, you'll catch a glimpse. You can do it. Take a little peek. They hide out in different corners, and you'll catch a glimpse of 100 people or so. Each one of them arrived at this moment from somewhere. And we're not talking about the place they call home or their commute to church. Each person's on a journey one that started before their earliest memory and continues daily as they move through their life. Their journeys are filled with, with remarkable highs, right? painful lows, and then all of these mundane moments that make you wish for, for almost anything else. Our lives are not straight lines. Right? They're made up of different seasons. This week we enter fall. The cold air is moving in. I thought it was sweater weather this morning. I'm not sure now. The leaves are starting to dry out and surrender their posts. And like nature, right, like the created world around us, our souls experience different seasons. At times, we experience long winters filled with introspection, examination, hopefully some rest. Other times we experience the joy, energy, new life of a spiritual spring. We do our best to have fun, stay hydrated during the hot summer months, and we enter a, a spiritual fall, bringing our best, our, our harvest to God and, and preparing for the next winter. It, it's almost like there's a rhythm to it. However, unlike nature, we do not all experience these seasons of soul of the soul at the same time as those around us. Right? The simple fact is we're not all in the same place right now. As you look out, the many faces, the people that fill this garden, I assure you, some are feeling alive, well, ever so present in this moment. And I also assure you that, that others are concealing pain, loss, shock. Everyone has a story this week. Everyone came to this moment in time carrying something. It's just part of the human deal. When constructing his, his typology of the Psalms, Walter Brueggemann, who I quote far too often, but I don't care. <laughs> Walter Brueggemann identifies psalms of orientation, psalms of disorientation, and then, thanks be to God, psalms of reorientation. Within the psalms, our, our prayer book, within the psalms, we recognize that part of the human experience is living through seasons when you feel great, right? When you're rightly oriented, Everything's making sense. Things are falling into place. Your soul is in alignment with the season of your life. And we know, we know that there are particular psalms written out of these experiences and written for seasons, 
like that. However, it's simply not realistic to think that, that you could remain in that rightly oriented space forever. There are inevitably going to be seasons of disorientation. You might be in one right now. Seasons when things don't make a ton of sense. Seasons that feel disconnected, out of alignment. It's the same life situation. It just, just seems to be surrounded by questions instead of answers, pain instead of progress, cloudiness instead of inner clarity. And what we know is that there are also particular psalms written out of such experiences and written for such seasons. And so I wonder, where are you right now? Do you feel grounded and oriented? Do you feel a little down? disoriented? What sort of season are you living in right now? Can you tell? Are you aware? We're going to read two psalms this morning, or from parts of two psalms. A psalm of thanksgiving for seasons of orientation, and a psalm of lament for seasons of disorientation. And so as our readers come up, I'm going to invite the rest of you to get comfortable. Enjoy some deep breaths. Close your eyes if you'd like to, or look up into the trees. Search the words of these psalms, these ancient poems and prayers. Which ones give voice to your soul? Which one better connects with the season you're in? First, from Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And now from Psalm 42. As the deer pants for stream of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go meet with God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All of your waves and breakers have swept over me. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. 
So where's your soul this morning? Were you drawn to one of the Psalms over the other? I know it's a little unfair. Of course you're going to be drawn to the British accent. But set aside the enjoyment of hearing English the way it's supposed to sound. Which Psalm tugged on your soul? Are you in a season of shout for joy to the Lord all the earth? Or a season of, of why my soul are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Both seasons are, are legitimate and faithful expressions of the soul. And for both, we've been granted prayers, poems, psalms to accompany us along life's road. Where's your soul this morning? I'll be the first to name that I feel like I've been in a down and disoriented season for a little bit. My life situation hasn't changed a whole lot, but just a harder than normal season to navigate. My mind has been filled with big questions, big questions that don't always have perfect answers. Struggled to recognize progress around me, which can make it hard to, to celebrate the little wins in life. Been lacking some motivation. Just generally speaking, having a harder time to stay as positive as, as I'd like to. Which can make standing up here, <laughs> preparing and leading worship a little extra taxing. It's a season of the soul. A season of, of disorientation. A season in which the various little pieces of life maybe don't feel like they fit as snugly as, as we'd all like them to. And I can share where I'm at in this moment because I, I just know for a fact I'm not the only one. If you're human, you'll experience seasons that are disorienting. Right? If you're not there right now, it's because you just made it through one. Or you're just about to go through one. These seasons might last a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. We can't avoid them. In fact, in many cases, trying to avoid them only prolongs them. It's just part of it. It's just part of being human. And one of the things that we we receive when we show up to a faith community like this is the knowledge and the power of the knowledge that you're not alone in it. And so I wonder, I wonder if anyone else is willing to, to stand, to simply stand in their place naming to the community that they're also experiencing a disorienting season season when things just don't seem to make a ton of sense. Season when you might feel out of alignment. A disorienting season of the soul that isn't all you'd wish it to be. Does anyone else find themselves in such a season? I know it's not easy. I'm standing with you, Chloe. You don't look like you slept much, Chloe. 
No, mom either, huh? I want each of you who stood, those of you who wanted to stand but didn't, to know that there's nothing wrong with you, to know that you're simply a human and it's just a season. I want you to know that there are more psalms of lament in the Bible than any other type of psalm. Right, which means that it's a faithful expression of your soul, but it also means that it's far more normative than our, our squeaky clean suburban subculture would, would ever admit. And so thank you. When that's the season of your soul, when that's the place you find yourself in, I encourage you to, to lament. Don't avoid or deny the feelings. Lament them. Speak to God. Give voice to your displeasure and disorientation. It will likely do nothing to change your circumstances, but it might do everything to, to shift your perspective. What might come out of my relationship with my children if every time they were hurting, every time they were sad, every time they felt alone or disoriented, I told them to take it to the other room? What might come out of my relationship with my children if I was only available to receive their thanksgiving and joy? Something might remain, but it, but it wouldn't be real. It wouldn't be genuine. It, it would have no lasting value. And, and I believe the same is true with God. What sort of real connection could we hope to have with God if we continue to force out another shout for joy to the Lord all the earth when the real song on our heart is, why, my soul, are you so downcast? What sort of God are we constructing and perpetuating for the world to see? What kind of candy-coated existence are we trying to sell? What does the world have use for a God who doesn't have ample room for all of life's seasons? And so thanks be to God that we worship a God who totally gets it. A God who hears the cries of the world and rescues them from their many Egypts. A God who blesses the brokenhearted and brings healing to the contrite spirit. A God who entered the human story, felt the pain of being human, and wept. Jeremiah, the prophet, not the bullfrog. It's a bad joke, but we're raising the mood. It's been known throughout Christian history as the weeping prophet because he spent a lot of his life feeling disoriented. These are the words, the promises of a loving God to a weeping prophet, to a nation that found themselves in exile, and to each one of us today. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. 
I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back. I will bring you back. I will gather you from all the nations and places where you have been sent, and I'll bring you back. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Thanks be to God. Now, as we wrap things up, it's worth noting that a lot of y'all didn't, didn't stand up, which means that, that some of you have recently pushed through a disorienting season and are, are currently in, in a season of learning and growing. And that's an exciting place to be. And still others of you might be feeling remarkably grounded, spiritually oriented in this moment today. You might not have been feeling that way last week, last month, last year, but right now, things are rolling. They're feeling in place. They're, they're just right. It's a gift. That is a gift to be centered in such a season of the soul. To be able to genuinely say the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all the generations. And so if that's where you find yourself this morning, enjoy it. Rest in it. Be present to it. Don't feel guilty about it, but instead look for ways to offer the many fruit of such a season to those around you. You are a living testament that disorienting seasons don't last forever. Right? That growth and reorientation might be right around the corner the church needs you to enjoy the season you're in because it's also part of the human deal as author and activist lr knowles aptly puts it life's amazing and then it's awful and then it's amazing again and in between the amazing and the awful it's ordinary and mundane and routine Breathe in the amazing. Hold on through the awful. Relax. And exhale during the ordinary. That's just living, heartbreaking, soul-healing, amazing, awful, ordinary life. And it's breathtakingly beautiful. Family of God, as we enter the fall, as we experience the changing in temperatures, the change in pace, the change in seasons, might we remember each and every one of us are experiencing a season of the soul all our own. Might we tread softly, gently, lovingly when dealing with others, when dealing with ourselves? As a church, as a people committed to being formed and reformed, by God, over and over, might we find ways to embrace the many genuine seasons of our soul? Might we find ways to celebrate with those who are celebrating, to mourn with those who are mourning? And might we tell a story of a God who's present through it all? And so be well, my friends. Regardless of the season you find yourself in, be well.
Amen.